Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about invisible rabbits. Well, not really, but kind of. Now, I know some of you are not old school, especially you millennials out there. Well, I'm old school. And there was a movie many years ago. We're talking, I don't know, 1950s, 1960s, uh, with Jimmy Stewart. And if you know who Jimmy Stewart is, great American actor. And it was about the him and an invisible rabbit that only he could see. And the name of the invisible rabbit was Harvey. And he would always talk to Harvey. People thought he was crazy. So he had this invisible rabbit friend named Harvey. Now, you're probably saying, well, Victor, where are you going with this? What does this have to do with sales? I'm about to give you a new strategy, a new way of looking at something, and I want you to consider what I'm about to say. Now, let me set up the scenario. Have you ever been in that situation where, let's say you're selling to a homeowner, and you're a contractor selling to a homeowner, whether it's roofing, plumbing, HVAC, you're selling. And you're meeting, not with the married couple, you're only meeting with one of them. And you know in the back of your mind that one of the objections you're going to get is, well, I need to talk to my wife before I can make a decision. Or I need to talk to my husband before I can make a decision. If you're in that scenario, if that happens to you, this is for you. Also, even if you're selling B2B enterprise level, you ever get this one? Well, I need to talk to my boss. Well, I need to run this up the ladder. I need to get back to my committee on this. In other words, they're deferring to the higher authority. They're not making a decision. That is called deferring to a higher authority in either case, whether it's B2C or B2B. B2C, you're in the home, let me talk to my wife or husband. B2B, let me talk to my boss. That's called deferring to the higher authority. The question is, how do you handle that? And how do you walk out of there? Because you know you're not going to get a decision. In many cases, and I'll say 9 out of 10, you're not going to get a decision. It's that simple. Now, whether they really need to talk to somebody else, that's another podcast, right? The psychology of why they do that. But right now, let's assume that that's the situation. The question is, how do you handle this and be effective at handling it if it is the case that they do have to talk to somebody else? So let's assume for the moment that it is true. The question then is, how do you handle it? Well, let's go back to Harvey the Invisible Rabbit. Here's where I tie it all together. What if your mindset is to pretend, let's say you're talking to the wife, right? And you're talking about, I don't know, we're talking about putting in on a new roof or something. And you know that she's going to say, well, I need to talk to my husband. And again, I'm not trying to be sexist here. You're going to reverse that. You're going to talk to the husband who's going to wait for the wife. Take your pick. Now, What if you pretend that right next to that person is not an invisible rabbit, but the person's spouse? Just work with me. Hang in there with me. Don't don't leave me yet. Don't switch me off yet. Hang in there with me, okay? This is going somewhere. What if for a moment you imagine that there's an invisible spouse? In fact, I think I I call this podcast The Invisible Spouse. And then... What would happen as you're having conversations, you say things like this, what would your husband think about that? And then you ask, you're questioning all the time as if you're talking to the rabbit right there. What would your husband say about that? What is your wife concerned about when she looked at the roof? You know, what concerned her? 
And all you're doing is really talking about the other person while you're talking to that person. In other words, if I'm talking to the husband, I'm going to pretend the wife is there and I'm going to try to address her concerns as if she were there. I would say, Bill, you know, what would she think about that? What did she say about this? You know, Bill, what was her biggest concern with regard to putting on this roof? Now, again, this works in a B2B mode also. Person says, I got to talk to my boss. So you're explaining something. You say something like this. Well, what are your bosses or what is your boss's biggest concern with regard to this? If I were to show this to your boss, what would they say? What features is your boss really looking for? What is he trying to accomplish? What is she trying to get done in the next quarter? In other words, I'm just pretending that the other person's in the room and I'm trying to address the other person's concern. So you can continue to do this as you do a full presentation. So again, as you're doing a presentation, let's take it to the home. I'm talking to a homeowner. And no matter what I'm discussing, I'm always including the other person in the conversation. Now, here's what's interesting psychologically. If I'm talking to the husband and I say something like, what would your wife think about that? The husband can now answer for his wife, his invisible wife. Now, here's what's even more interesting. Because he's not answering for, quote, unquote, himself, he's answering on her behalf, he's more likely to give you more insightful information as to what he is really looking for, even though he says that's what she wants. I hope that made sense. In other words, because you're not asking the person directly, you're asking what would your wife say, what would your wife think about that, the person might be more forthcoming with information and give you some new pieces of insights that you can use to sell more effectively. Let's go to the B2B enterprise level. You say, you, let's say you're presenting some new type of SaaS product, right? Software as a service. And you can say something, let's say I'm talking to Jane. Jane's telling me she needs to talk to her boss. Great. I present my stuff to Jane, my, my software, and as I'm walking through key issues of the software, the key features rather, I can say, Jane, what would your boss say about that feature right there or that functionality? Do you think your boss would find usefulness in that? In other words, would that be useful? Can you see some ROI benefits in that? And Jane might say, you know what? I think she would like that. I think that is something we were looking for and we have discussed in the past. Just by saying stuff like that, you know that they've discussed that in the past and that Jane is validating that you're on the right track because that's what her boss would want. Now, if it's something that you show Jane, for example, said, Jane, what about this? Do you think your company, your boss is looking for that functionality? Now Jane says, no, you know, Victor, I know my boss well enough that she is not going to really appreciate that or see value in that. Now, again, it may be the boss's real opinion, but Jane is also telling you what she thinks. So again, by using the invisible rabbit type of approach, this invisible spouse or invisible boss approach, you can get more information. That's one advantage. You can get more information from the person about what they really think. But two, you're really involving the other person, almost like a surrogate. The invisible rabbit, the invisible person is a surrogate, like a substitute, someone that's in the room helping you to make a buying decision. And again, when you cast a conversation this way, what you're doing is 
virtually bringing in the spouse into the conversation, or if it's B2B, what you're virtually doing is bringing the boss into the conversation, which will make selling to this person that much easier. And don't be surprised if it goes well, the answers are positive, and you're able to shorten that sales cycle because now you've got an agreement on paper, so to speak. In other words, when I ask you, do you want this? They said, yes. Would your boss want that? Absolutely. Do you think your wife would like that? I think she would. Do you think you'd like it? Absolutely. Just by getting these confirmations, these yeses may actually shorten your sales cycle. And again, don't be surprised if the person who said they had to talk to their boss actually makes a decision right on the spot. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Anyway, check the system out. Try this approach and let me know what you think. I'm dying for you to apply it because I've used it and it creates a totally different conversation flow when you bring in the invisible person. Now, having said that, I want you to try it. And again, tell me what you think. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. As always, I appreciate it. Check out the Sales Velocity Academy. The programs keep growing. The content keeps getting better. So if you want to increase your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.